0: You're listening to The Coaching Matrix Private Podcast. All right, you guys, welcome to Quantum Play Day One. I am so excited whether you're here live with me or you're catching the replay. I know a lot of you guys said that you're going to catch the replay. Thanks for being here. I am so excited to have this conversation and lead this conversation For us, it really feels like one of those programs that like I'm learning so much as I've been preparing to lead this conversation. And so I just wanted to give you guys a little spiel before we jump into the content about how to get the most um, from our time together in July. Um, Because this is one of those programs that like you could get totally consumed with what I'm saying and miss the opportunity for you to integrate it into your own life. And so like anything, if you guys have been in my world, you guys know I'm like, don't just listen for agreement. Listen for how you're going to apply it in your life. Listen for the insight and the wisdom that's coming within you while I'm talking, because this is one of those programs that like, um, there's going to be a lot of information. Look for the things that hit you different or give you insight or an idea that you want to try. That's how this program is going to be really impactful for you. It's not just like, oh, look at what Amber's saying. Like, that's not the point. It's like, really listen to be open, listen for the space that it's going to create for you to see things differently, for you to see possibility. And like what this whole program is about, which is potentiality in a way that makes sense for your life right now. This is not a program that it's going to be like, one day I'll use these ideas. It's like, how are you going to use this now? Okay. Um, And so to give you a context a little bit, I'm not going to go too nerdy, um, for you guys, because I could go super nerdy into the science. I really want to, this program to be applicable for you. This isn't just going to be like more knowledge that you put in your head. This is really going to be, I'm going to use this in my life. And so I'm going to briefly mention the quantum field. I wish I had like sound effects and music for you. Um, the quantum field, when you study atoms and the subatomic field, you start to notice that Matter operates and um, displays different behavior than we see, right? Everything's made out of energy, even like the table has energy and it has a vibration. And when you start to study subatomic particles, they, they just behave differently. For example, do you guys remember, I'm going to draw it really quick, like um, in science when we were little, like the atom was drawn like this, right? And like the electrons, we used to think that they would just go around the nucleus, quantum physicists have actually found that the electrons change based on the observer, the observer effect, if you want to study it more in depth. And what that tells us is when consciousness is applied to energy, it changes. We don't even know if the electrons exist without someone watching them, which is like mind boggling. Anyway, like I said, I'm just going to briefly mention this because this is going to kind of paint the picture for what we're going to do. If subatomic particles and energy operate and behave differently based on who's observing it, and this is the other thing that scientists found is it depends on what scientist was watching and what they expected to see, that's how the electron would show up. And that's like another mind boggling thing. But like I said, we're going to start there and then move into what this program is all about. So there's the quantum field. There's the, the field that exists everywhere. That's just pure energy and it changes with consciousness. And then there's us humans. And this program is gonna be about us humans navigating things of the quantum nature, of energetic nature and what that even means. Pure potentiality of everything exists in the quantum field. Every potentiality and possibility you can think of or even things that you can't think of, even things that you can't even imagine exist. How, what does that mean for us? This is what this program is gonna be about. And I'm really excited to talk about the three fields more in depth. For those of you who are in the coaching matrix, you guys know we just talked about the three fields. I'm gonna quickly, quickly talk about it one more time. There's three fields. There's predictability, possibility, and potentiality. And um, I'm gonna actually take this a, le- a layer deeper today and talk about creation and like what the play of, like the way that I, like I'm like a mom. So I'm like, this is like the play-doh of creation. There's four things that we're gonna talk about and that's space, time, consciousness and energy that's like the Plato of creation for us humans right in the field of predictability where it's very human it's very dense um this is like where we look at our past and see what we could create based on our past or what is the most common thing that people do they go and get a job and they work and then they retire right very predictable um maybe it's like a certain way we eat, or a certain kind of lifestyle that we live, that's the predictability field. And a lot of people live their life there. The possibility field is, um, it's, oh, sorry, I've mentioned the Plato of creation. And I want to kind of tie those two things together. So the Plato of creation in the human field in the predictability field is going to be a lot of time and space, right? We want evidence. We want to see, what is so-and-so doing? Oh, like she did that, so I can do that. She did that. could do that right we look for evidence in our physical world about what's possible for us what's predictable um but then you get into entrepreneurship and then you start to see people that like create things that aren't predictable most of the world isn't doing this right and there's just a different sense of like how is she making millions of dollars i don't know if you guys have ever experienced this sometimes i watch people online especially when i was newer and i'm like how like how it didn't make sense to my brain because it's not predictable right and so then we get into this world of possibility and potentiality and when you think about the play-doh that i mentioned time space consciousness and energy it changes it's less dense and it's more consciousness and energy and that's where we get to play right we're not so focused on what is what time and space what we could predict can happen we're focusing on imagination and belief. And this is where coaching comes into play, right? Like um, we want to help our clients create something new. We change their consciousness to create something new because if we always think what we've always thought, we end up creating what we've always, always created, right? We've had this conversation. Maybe you've had this conversation many times. My hope is that these three fields, predictability, possibility, and potentiality become very real to you. And we're going to talk about what that actually means, how to navigate that as a human with doubt and fear, right? Because it's not, this is all great in a vacuum, but what does it actually mean when you're like, I don't know how that actually applies to my business. I don't know what that actually means when I'm trying to create a new program or get fully booked or hit my highest income month or get my first paying client or whatever it is. What does this actually mean? And so we're going to we're gonna go into that. And so I want you to think of the predictability field, like I bet where you live, I know for me, if I looked up at my freeway, I can see the freeway from one of the hills where I live. And um, around 8.30, predictably, there's gonna be traffic, right? There's gonna be people in their cars. If I go to the grocery store at 10 a.m., I'm gonna see moms with their kids grocery shopping, right? Like we get to see in our life, we look around for what's predictable. But then we, when we get in our business, we want something that's unpredictable, which is like someone coming and paying you for coaching. In our industry, especially like not, that, like not all coaches make, I think I can't remember, I should have looked it up. The statistic is crazy. Like a lot of coaches never make more than 30 grand. That's predictable. Most people don't want to sign up for predictable. They want what's possible, what's in their mind possible. And so our job is to move away from predictability, move away from what is, right? The time and space of what we're currently experiencing And use our imagination, use our consciousness, we're going to go into some different tools and our energy, our emotions, our vibration to create something new, to create something we've never created before. And so I want to tell you a story about one of my favorite entrepreneurs to to paint the picture. His name is Walt Disney. (laughs) And I don't know if you guys know this, but he went to like three, over like 300 banks to try to get funding for his dream because part of our work as entrepreneurs is to take something in our imagination, the invisible and bring it into our human experience, bring it into time and space, right? So that we can actually experience success, not just in our minds, but in our real life, right? And so what I love about the story of Walt Disney is he had to have such a strong vision, strong imagination. That's gonna be a lot of our work is using our imagination first to create something spiritually or conceptually before we bring it into our human experience. Can you imagine going to 300 different people and you're like, hey, this is my dream. This is the vision. This is what it's gonna be. There's gonna be this mouse and people are gonna love him. Like super cool. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you're crazy. Because they that was not predictable. They didn't know if it was gonna be successful. Little did they know, right? That was just pure potentiality the way that Disney blew up the company and even the success that we see now, like it's just like unprecedented, right? But the man had a vision, like there is no denying that. He had a vision for what it could be and he had it so strong in his imagination, so strong in his consciousness and energy that he kept doing the work until he got the funding and then he used his action and his um, resources to create it in the physical field where where we all get to witness it and go to Disney World and go to Disneyland and watch Disney shows and all the things, right? And for us as entrepreneurs, the process is very similar, right? We're going to get no's. We're going to get setbacks. We're going to have doubt. We're going to have fear. That is all part mm-hmm. of the human experience. So part of our work is how do I navigate the human in me, the fears, the doubts, the wanting to, things to be predictable, wanting things to like, okay, if I do XYZ, I will get Okay. Hope. And that's not how this industry works. Okay. In fact, I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys have been noticing, but there's been a huge shift. In the online space we're like actually like there is no seven step program sorry <laughs> actually i can't tell you if you post 15 times and you make five calls to action like you will get a painful client like that's not that's not how this industry works it's to me way more complex than people try to make it because simple sells right and so i think this really speaks to how do I hold my, belief? how do I create, how do I believe when things don't seem like they're working? How do I hold the vision when like Walt Disney got told t- no 300 times? How do I keep selling or showing up and serving when things don't seem to be working? And then other people, like it works for them. Like, why does that happen? We're gonna talk about all of these things. Um, I don't know who is unmuted, but let me just check to make sure that you guys are muted. I can just hear a little noise. Um, And so if we talk about the Plato again, right, the Plato of time, space, consciousness and energy, we know that the potentiality field is pure consciousness and energy, there is no time and space there, which means things work differently than they work for us. Our job is to focus on being more consciousness and more energy than we are time and space, and this is where people think we're crazy right, we start to imagine things we start to hold visions we. Cast energetic projections into the future or goals of things that don't exist now, but will exist in the future. Our job is to become more like the possibility, more like the potentiality. And so that seems like really like, whoa, like, okay, cool. We're going to dive in. Sorry, I have notes because like this is this stuff like blew my mind. So we've talked about this a little bit um, in the matrix. I talked about the circle, right? And if you imagine the circle and it's black, this is what is known, this is what's predictable. On the border of the circle where the black meets the white is possible, right? It's the things that you know you don't know. Like, I know I could sign a client, for example. I don't know who, I don't know where, I don't know how, but I know it's possible. And then there's things in the white space that are just totally potential, you have no idea. Like for, Like, to paint the picture for you guys, maybe it's possible that a client could find you on social media. But in pure potentiality, a client finds you out of nowhere and reaches out to you about coaching. Or maybe it's like uh, your dream client like is in your inbox and you're like, how did you find me? They're like, I don't even know. Pure potentiality, right? They just, it just exists as a total potential. You don't know how, you don't know when, you don't know who. Because how, when, and who exists on the in the field of predictability. Right. And this is where we block ourselves from creating something new because we want to know how, we want to know when, we want to know what, what, you know, what timing it's going to be. And all that our job is, is to believe and act as if this potential is happening right now. It's all unfolding now. And this is where people get stuck because when we, when we do all the work and we're doing the belief work and we're like, okay, I'm going to make 20 K a month, like it's going to happen. And then your human's like, but you don't know who's going to pay you that much. You don't know where they're going to come from. Are they going to come from Instagram? Are they going to want a payment plan? Are they going to, you know, think all the mind chatter starts because, we live in time and space and we want to know the concrete details. While it exists in the, the in pure potentiality, the human gets in the way of creation. This is why things take time. This is why um, a lot of people burn out because they don't do the work until it manifests, until it's real. And one of the things that always has kept me going, and I, you guys have probably heard me talk about this, this concept of until it works until it works it means that you stay in the game long enough to see it come to fruition it means that you believe and act in alignment with what you want until it happens it's not a matter of if it's when and when we can operate from that the game changes because then it's like okay if i know I'm, i'm at point b and i want to or i'm at point a i want to be at point b i know it's inevitable that if i keep going and i keep learning and i keep collecting wisdom and i keep taking action and I keep refining my craft and I keep trying things and I keep working on my consciousness and energy, I will get to point B. Then the question becomes, who do I want to be along the way? What kind of quality of life do I want to have? Because the worry and the doubt and the fear just slow this whole thing down. Instead, you could be having a party. You could be totally enjoying your life as you're creating, as you're using the Play-Doh to create what you want. To me, this is what coaching is all about. It's about creating the life, creating the business, creating the life experience that I want, and not postponing my joy or fun or love or you know, expansion or ease and until that comes. It's like, that's the way that I'm meant to create it. And that's actually how things happen faster. One of the things that I really want you to, to think through this is that our spirit, or the way, like, our, the eternal nature that we are, has no needs. But our human has needs, right? The human in us has needs. No one needs a business. People need food. We need shelter. But we don't need a business. And sometimes we accidentally make this whole thing a need. And we mess the whole thing up. (laughs) Um, In fact, one of the things that has really helped me is just reminding myself um, that I don't need anything to work. The moment I need it, I block my creativity. I block things happening out of nowhere. um, I block my best ideas because I feel that pressure and like who's felt pressure in their, their business, right? Pressure does not feel good. Pressure does not lead you to service which is the best way to create clients, right? Pressure doesn't lead you to thought leadership. It really has to come from possibility from, it sounds crazy, but like fun, expansiveness, service-focused, ease, flow, all those those buzzwords truly are how we create our best. The moment we make it a need, we block everything that we want because we started our businesses out of desire. And so when, when we accidentally switch those two things where desire became need, that's where our business seems to like slow down or feels frustrating. We stop enjoying it. It becomes frustrating and that pressure. And so to me, navigating the possibility and the potentiality is about reminding myself that yes, my human has needs. My business is not one of those things. Now, there's things that are required to operate, right? Like in the human field, like a payment processor, an Instagram, or an email list, or Zoom, or whatever. But I mean, like building something that you don't have yet is all desire, and notice that most of our body's experience of business is not desire. It's like, <sighs> I gotta sign a client, I gotta make this work, I gotta figure out how to blah, 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 right? Insert whatever you want. And so part of our work is to slow down and realize our best work is gonna come when we're not making it a need, when we're tapped into the pure desire without the doubt. And so part of our work, if you um, we've talked about how our mind is like a garden, right? Part of our work is to plant the seeds that we want and weed out the seeds that we don't want to grow doubt for example it might seem logical that you want to play out scenarios of worst case like worst case scenarios like well what if no one buys but what we don't realize is that you're literally planting seeds in your consciousness other than creating that in fact one of the first places this showed up in my life um this consciousness plus energy equals creation which is one of the huge ideas that i want you to take away from this program I was, um, I was engaged, about to be married. And I remember I was like doing something on my phone. I can't remember if I was like with, on the phone with the florist or something. I was on an important call. And I remember having this image flash in my mind of me dropping my phone in the pool. And I immediately felt fear because that was like the last thing that I needed to happen the week before I got married. you know. And so the image flashed and then I felt fear and then I dropped my phone in the pool, just like I saw in my mind. And I was not, you know, uh, conscious of all of these principles back then, but I remember being like amazed, like I literally just thought that and then it happened. When we pair consciousness, either an image, a sentence, a thought with a vibration or energy, emotion, we create something in reality. And so part of our work is to eliminate the, the visualize, you know, the, the images, the thoughts that we don't want to come forth. <laughs> And to put our attention, our focus on the things that we do want. And part of the, the catch is that we don't like to be disappointed as humans. We don't like to imagine something and hope for something, pray for something, work for something, and then it not come true, because that feels really hard. Like, well, I put all this effort, I tried so, you know, so to make everything happen, and then it didn't and I feel like I'm a failure, or I feel like I'm not good enough, maybe it'll never work. And so one of the important principles for all of this is that everything is a sequence of unfolding events. It is not a one-time thing. You don't have, like, I can't even tell you how many launches I've had, that I'm like, that was was not that good. (laughs) Especially in the beginning when I was just learning how to do all of this, or when I thought I would get fully booked, and then I didn't. When I thought I had an amazing consult, they were yes, and I'm just waiting for them. And like, okay, And then like they ghost me and I never hear from them. Like that happens, right? And if I looked at that as the ultimate of my business and I stopped there, I would have never seen that all of the things were a sequence to get me to where I am now and where I continue to go. And so part of the human is to zoom out. We have to see things as an unfolding as it's not like this is the end. This is like an unfolding event, a sequence of events that are happening. To me, that helps calm my human down where I don't need things to happen. I trust that it's continuing to unfold. That puts me in alignment with the pure pure potentiality because it's not a matter of if it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. Now my human wants to know when and how and who, but I can just believe that it's still a possibility. It's still a potentiality. And one of the fun things that... um, what I, why i love coaching is most of the stuff that we've created we've thought about right and the only reason that you haven't been experiencing results that you want yet is you probably just haven't held it in your consciousness with the right energy for long enough i remember one of the the times i listened to a podcast by brooke castillo this was a few years ago and she was like i had a realization that one of the reasons i wasn't a millionaire is because i just hadn't had that in my awareness i hadn't been thinking about being a millionaire and if I could think about it and act like it, I would have it. And I was like, that blew my mind because there's things that are in my life and there's always going to be things in our, in our, um, our inner life that we want, that we don't have yet. And our job is to just become conscious of it and then do this work, which is actively choosing what you entertain in your mind, actively cultivating and generating emotions. And so one of the things that, um, part of our work is, uh, if you remember, some of you guys remember the art of deep coaching. I talked about the emotional scale where there's like bliss and joy and happiness and freedom at the top. And then there's like despair and powerlessness at the bottom. And our work is to be trending upward, right? It doesn't really matter where you're at. We can honor whatever you're feeling. Um, I think it's really, that's an important skill set. But when it's time to take action, to build your dreams, we want to be trending upward so that we're in a vibration that's a match for what we want. Right. So if you to like break this down for you, like if you imagine being fully booked, for example, or maybe it's leaving your job or whatever, insert whatever you want. When you imagine that using your imagination to like imagine you wrote your boss that you're leaving or whatever, you're telling your husband, you're like, I'm done. I'm out. I'm going to go start my dream or whatever. Maybe it's I did it. I'm fully booked. Whatever that that image is that you're trying to create, there's an emotion associated with that for you. And it's not uncommon. Like this is a common experience. We're not super unique that way. Like most of us want freedom, bliss, joy, <laughs> right? Um how often can we let that into our experience now as we're taking the steps to make it real? That is that is the game. And so the more we can be conscious of the things that we want hold in our mind, the imagery, the sentences, this is where affirmations come in. With the vibration that we want, that's how we create. The problem is, is this takes. There are um, distinctions because the quantum field doesn't care about what you want; it cares about what you're being, right? And so, when you imagine things, this is where people get stuck. Is sometimes we don't notice what we're actually thinking about. For example, if you're looking at your bank account and you're like, "Man, like I really need to sign a client," and then you let that imagery. Maybe you're you know holding the image of your The crickets on Instagram or your bank account or whatever you're you're holding an image in your mind and then you are what you're actually imagining is what you don't want. But the quantum field doesn't care about what you want it cares about what is going on. And you pair that with fear or anxiety and you're like oh I better post on Instagram to get a client right do you see the pattern I don't have a client i'm imagining not having a client and now i'm vibration like vibrationally i'm feeling anxious. You are a match for creating something, but guess what you're creating? More of the same, more crickets, more people not caring what you think, more non-clients, right? And this is why the energetic fuel that we bring to our action really matters. Because the, like I said, the, on, in the scientific way, <laughs> the quantum field doesn't care about what you're wanting. It cares about what you're imagining and experiencing now. And so this is why being aware of what we're feeling, what we're thinking about, in the minutiae right it's not just like oh yeah like I think about having clients break that down what are you imagining because a lot of times we're actually thinking about the lack of the lack of clients lack of money and we can know that based on how you're feeling right and this this is where a lot of people get stuck is like what if I actually don't have it and this is why imagination is so powerful and so I'm going to tell you a story about when I was a new coach I remember um I did some of this stuff just subconsciously, a lot of it, because I had no expectations for my business, which actually served me, right? Um, I didn't really expect to be successful. I was just there to see what could happen. And that was a really powerful energy for me to create from, because I was just imagining what would be. I wasn't really worried if people were going to call me out. I wasn't worried if it wouldn't work. I was just here to see if it would work. And I remember thinking, um, someone, I was like, I think I was with my family and they're like, how's your business going? I had zero clients, zero paying clients, but I was posting on Instagram and I was sharing thoughts and I had started a podcast and and stuff. And I remember saying like, it came out of my mouth. I was like, it's going so well. I love it. I love my business. And I had zero paying clients. And I'm like, so grateful that I understood at least on some level that I had to enjoy the process as much as the result, or I would never actually get to the result. I loved sharing ideas. I loved coaching people with just sharing my the value and shifts that I could offer them before they ever paid me and what I didn't know then was consciousness plus energy over time equals like the things that I wanted right I was imagining my clients following me on social media I was imagining people looking for my content and getting shifts Um, I was feeling excited and grateful for my client my clients who weren't my clients yet and this is where people get stuck is like they keep looking for what is time and space but they want to create something different than what is. And so it sounds crazy. It sounds like woo or whatever, but this is how it's done. Because think about the people that you love to follow. Think about the people that you listen to their content. Are they focused on what is, or are they actively creating what could be a better world? For for most of us, it means a better world for us, for our clients, for the world. We have to be a little bit visionary. We have to imagine things. We have to use our entrepreneur imagination to create something that we haven't created before. And this takes faith, this takes persistence because to change your time and space in this moment means that there's like gonna be a time gap, right? Um, one of the, the great visualizations that I like to think about is like imagine like a pond and you have a little rock, right? And you throw a rocket and there's a ripple effect but you see the little ripples in the pond. And so what what we do, right? maybe for the past five years, I wasn't an entrepreneur. And I, I was throwing ponds in the pool. That's like, I hope I get a promotion. I hope that I win, you know, win the competition. I hope that um, I get a raise, right? Like those were the, the, the rocks I was throwing into the pool. Then I became an entrepreneur and I started throwing new rocks. I hope I get a paying client. I hope that um, someone finds me on Instagram. I hope I get to ask to be on a podcast or whatever. But the problem is we still experience the ripple effects of our past. That's, that's part of being in the human experience, right? If I don't work out for years and then I try to start working out, I'm not going to get the body overnight, right? We deal in, in matter. We deal in time and space. And so when we're trying to change our current circumstances, there is a time lag. And I want to speak to that because I think that this is where a lot of um, people burn out. I think a lot of people think it's not working. But what I want to shift for you is like it hasn't worked yet, but it is working, that sequence idea. Navigating the human during this time is is the work, I think, of our lives. Um, And one of the, I feel um, really strongly about this because one of the things for me, I have three little girls, who do I want them to experience when I'm waiting? waiting or watching my business grow right you can be the person who is frustrated who's impatient who things aren't working or you can be the person who's loving it who who knows and trusts that everything that, they, that they're working for is coming that they love the process or we can tune into how it's not you know things aren't falling into place every it works for everyone but me um I'm not good enough smart enough pretty enough intelligent enough, wise enough, insert whatever you know our limiting beliefs are. Um, but that's just one, that's one option. There's other options. And so to me, quantum play is about tuning into the other options that are available for us. That we can navigate and hold our fear, our disappointment, our frustration, and not make it mean that's our total experience, right? And so to me, it's about zooming out enough to witness that the sequence that's unfolding when things don't go our way or when things aren't happening fast enough, we get to decide what we make that mean. We can make it mean that we're doomed to fail. We can be frustrated and stuck, which even think about the word stuck, time and space totally, right? We're we're stuck in what is. Or we can see that things are rearranging, that things are falling into place. What feels better? One of the things that I learned from um, Abraham Hicks is we're always reaching for that next best feeling thought, right? There's thoughts and there's thought feelings. (laughs) Um, There's thoughts that we have that don't really evoke emotion in us. And then there's the thoughts that evoke emotion in us. Those are the ones we want to pay special attention to as we're navigating the human while we're casting things into projections. Like I hope, wouldn't it be cool if, that's a really powerful tool. Actually, I'll talk about that in a little bit. And when we think about the garden that we're planting, right? The things that we want, Wouldn't it be cool if, wouldn't it be cool if the human's going to be like, yeah, right. Who's going to, how, where, when, right? All the questions. When they come up, our job is to notice them and let them go. Because the more you obsess over who or how, what's actually happening is you're imagining the lack of it, right? We're holding in our consciousness the things that aren't working instead of being the person that it's experiencing it working. And this, is, this seems like semantics, but I promise it'll change your whole experience when you can witness that everything that you've gone through, truly, you can look at every piece of your life, every event, every failure, every success, every heartache, every loss, every win, every triumph has brought you to this moment, has made you the person that you are, all your wisdom, all your experience, all your gifts. Um, all, all the dreams that were birthed out of darkness, out of despair, right? Out of loss. A lot of a lot of times we have to go through something heavy to experience the duality that creates the contrast that we get to choose, right? We want to choose something better. We want to choose something different. Well, that wouldn't have been birthed if you hadn't gone through the opposite experience, right? For me, this has been, um, <clears throat> I started my business because well, not because I wanted it, but at the time I was also teaching English. Some, some of you guys know the story um, to kids because I needed to make like 600 to 800 bucks a month to make ends meet for my family. And I remember thinking like it felt really heavy. I would wake up early. I had babies or a baby at the time. And just I was just really tired and I had to do this, right? But I had this vision out of that experience, out of the frustration and the feeling of being stuck, something was born in me that contrast created a vision of something better where i could be doing work that was more like meaningful to me coaching that was more lucrative that made me feel expansive and fun and light instead of stuck right time and space and so when i was in that in, in that time i remember i had to use my imagination our god-given imagination to envision something better consciousness energy And so the more time I spent there, the more time I spent imagining what it would be like to have a business, the more energy I actually generated for me to take the action, even though I was tired from teaching at 3 a.m. and having a baby and stuff, we generate energy when we have a vision that's compelling. And sometimes we have to go through crappy situations to generate the energy to have the vision. You know what I mean? And so instead of feeling stuck, instead of feeling like things aren't working, we can tune into what is this showing me? Why is this here for me? What vision is this helping me refine? One of the biggest questions that people get stuck on is what do you want? And a lot of times we know what we don't want, but what's funny about the quantum field is when you focus on what you don't want, right? We create more of that. And that's why a lot of people get stuck. That's why most people don't actually create something or break out of their current circumstances is because they keep looking at what is, having an emotional experience about what is, and then recreate what is. And what I, my hope is for you is that you use this, this as a catalyst to start dreaming. Most people don't actually dream. They think about what they don't want and say, I don't want debt. I don't want to be poor. I don't want a business without clients. I don't want to work all the time. I don't want to do unfulfilling work. I don't want blah, blah, blah. Right. And then we pair that with energy, a vibration, maybe disgust or fear or frustration And then that consciousness plus the energy just keeps recreating the same stuff over and over and over again. And like we talked about earlier with the ripple effect, it's like a a loop where you're like experiencing old thoughts and then that's what is, and then you're tuned into what is. And so you have thoughts and a vibration about what is, and then it's just, uh, uh, uh. and this is why it's so hard to actually change, right? Because it's so easy for our brains to look at what is and get sucked into this experience. Part of our work is to use our imagination to spend time creating the future. And so what I want you to play, what I want you to think about is what kinds of contrasts have you experienced in your life that actually served you so well because it painted the picture of what you wanted? Instead of thinking and obsessing over what you don't want, right? Like the phone story I shared, like I did not want to drop my phone in the pool. I don't want to drop my phone in the pool, but the imagery that I kept holding in my mind was me dropping my phone in the pool, Right. It's funny when I look back because I'm like, of course I was going to drop my phone in the pool, but we do this all the time, right? I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be broke. I don't want to not make my investment back. And that's what's circulating in our mind. And then we feel scared. We feel nervous. We feel anxious. We feel afraid. We feel despair. And then we get stuck in our loop. And so our work is how do I break out of the loop? To me, it's this moving out of predictability into possibility and potentiality more more consciousness, more energy. And so this isn't going to be about posting more on Instagram, right? It's like the energy that you bring to Instagram. It's not about how many you know, subscribers you have or any details about your business that a lot of people teach. This is a different way. This is like backing into it about being the person you want to be before the circumstances have rearranged to match that. And so this is a lot of inner work. This is a lot of taking the time to actually do this. I often um, joke, like um, it's not just good enough to like, listen to me or anyone just talk. It's like, what are you doing with it? In fact, I invited you at the beginning of this call to listen for the opening, listen for where your intuition is coming up to do something, to integrate this, because it's not listening to me talk, isn't going to do it. Right. And so what this is actually going to look like one, what do you want? Explore that Because part of our, we like limit and edit ourselves out. (laughs) It's like, well, what's predictable? What's realistic for me to want? In fact, one of the most powerful coaching sessions I had as a new coach was with my client. I asked her what she wanted. I had just um, read the book, Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. And he talks about, you know, being honest about what we want and actually opening ourselves to a possibility of this happening in our life, right? Most people don't even get there. And I asked her what she wanted and she wrote, you know, a new Jeep and a house, a new house or something. And I had the wherewithal to ask her, like, I asked you what you wanted. You could put anything. You could put 10 cars. You could put owning an island. You could put first class. You could put owning a jet, but you put owning a Jeep and owning a house. And she's like, I guess I never really thought about that. I never let myself even go there. And so many times that is our experience. We filter what we want to protect ourselves from disappointment. And so as we navigate In the quantum, the the energetic field, right? We have to witness where we do that because our job is to plant the seeds and then let go of how or who, because part of our doubt comes from like, I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't know how I could own a jet. I don't want a jet, but like if I did, maybe one day I will, part of my work would be to let go of how I thought that was going to happen or who I needed to talk to or what amount of money I needed to come up with or whatever, instead of just putting that out there and imagining and feeling it and then taking baby steps every day. So we're going to talk about action because I think, if, especially if you have a business, like part of that is required, right? We actually have to act with our human to experience it in our human life. <laughs> um, but a lot of the work is everything, kind of like the iceberg idea, right? The action is just at the top. That's what everyone sees. But everything underneath is, is what makes it work. And so part of your work is going to be to notice when you're taking action and you're pairing it with consciousness and energy that aren't in alignment with what you want. Right. One of the big, um, mistakes, or I guess I don't like the word mistake, um, miscreations, I think comes from not being aware of your consciousness and energy when you're trying to take action. Right. So like the example I gave earlier is like, you wake up, you check your bank account, you're like, crap, I need to sign a client. Like I'm really nervous. And then you like go to post about your offer on Instagram. And what you're doing is you're actually creating more of lack. We do this though, right? We accidentally create out of fear. So part of our work is to become bigger than fear, to witness the sequence of unfolding events, right? That we're always gonna be okay. You've been okay up to this point, you're here. And sometimes when we get sucked into a situation or a circumstance, we experience fear because we're looking at our life through this, right? We're looking at this moment. Whereas if we just calm down, this is why I think understanding nervous system regulation is so important. Taking the time to breathe, taking the time to put the phone down and go outside. To, for me, it's like hearing my kids laugh and giggle, like that soothes me so well. <laughs> um, taking the time to do things that are enjoyable out of the belief that your business is still working, out of the belief that everything's unfolding perfectly. And we take an ease like ease and flow approach Your ideas will be sharper. You're going to feel led to say things to certain people. Things get really fun because you're not focused. You're not trying to predict, right? Field of predictability. You're not trying to predict who. You're not trying to predict how or when. You really are tuned in to just the fact that it can be. And that's where faith comes in. Because it's not always going to be a predictable way there, right? Like It's like you think it's going to be this certain path, and then it usually never is, Right? Instead, it's gonna be like this crazy path, but you get the experience and you get the understanding that makes you available for that reality to come into your life. And so our work really is, what do you want? And are you brave enough to hold that and believe that, which is a choice, right? Belief doesn't just hit us. We cultivate it, we practice it. Um, one of the weird things that um, I do is like, sometimes I'll just like literally like sit in this chair and imagine things like no no phone, no, no computer, I just imagine what I want things to be like. And I feel it as if it's already done. And then I wait for the nudges, the promptings, the ideas to come to me on what to say or who to reach out to or who to talk to. But like the iceberg, it was stuff that people don't necessarily see. And so that starts with getting clear about what you want. I'm going to give you a little bit of homework for today um, because a lot of you guys think you know what you want, but really you're just, you keep thinking about what you don't want right? We look at our house or our car or our bank account or our client list or our Instagram following, what you name it. And we look at and we pick out the things that we don't want, but we haven't given a lot of thought to what we actually do want. And so part of our work is to get clear and be brave enough to articulate what we want. For a lot of you guys, you might know, have an idea but how specific have you been? Do you want like some questions to you know maybe guide you is like for your business how many clients feels like it would set your soul on fire to have that many clients do you want a wait list do you want group programs do you want a certain kind of client and how often do you let your brain just feel as if that's already done and you're imagining your client roster and you're imagining maybe buying the new car or whatever it is how often do you let your mind drift there and experience it as if it's done because that's, that's the creative process that we want to engage with, right? The quantum field doesn't care about how you entangle with it. It just is like, oh, like you're thinking about no clients and you feel fear. Okay, here's more no clients, right? Um, oh, like you want to raise your prices and you are worried that no one's going to buy that and you keep imagining people criticizing your prices. Okay, here's someone criticizing your prices, right? That's what happens when we engage in possibility and potentiality this way. And so a lot of times we hear pieces of the truth, right, like affirmations and visualization, but we don't realize that that's like an active process. It's not just something that you do in the morning. It's something you engage with all day long. And so once you get clear on what you want, then the job is like a garden navigating the human. You're noticing when thoughts come up that aren't in alignment with those things. And it seems like we're reporting the news. And this is something that I know a lot of you guys are coaches and you do this with your clients, right? It feels like you're just speaking the truth. Well, I don't have any clients. How can I be excited about my business? Someone literally told me my prices are too high. So that means it's true. It's like, no, no, no. You have it backwards. You're being reflected back your beliefs. Let's look at your beliefs. Let's look at your fear and soothe and say, this isn't the ultimate truth. This is not the whole story. This is a part of it. This is a, an, a sequence that's unfolding. All of you guys are literally in the middle of a sequence right now. We all are. We always are until we die, (laughs) right? We're always in the middle of a transition into the next thing. And there's like a quote, it's like the only thing constant in life is change, right? We're always going through a sequence. We're always going through the next phase of our evolution and growth and our business. And that's, where we get stuck, right? We get stuck in like the fear of the unknown or the fear of how it's going to work or who's going to come through. And that's when we have an opportunity. We have the opportunity to remind ourselves of the, the truth that we want to be true. And in the beginning, this feels really weird. Like what, what I was saying when I sit on my chair, this used to feel so weird to me that I would like imagine things that aren't happening. And now it's like one of my favorite parts of my day. Like I have like a little vision board back there. I have a journal that I write in. Um, that's the consciousness work. Then the next piece is like, how good can I feel during my day? Because I'm I'm using the imagery. I'm using the thoughts that I want to have happen. And I'm pairing it with a a vibrational experience that's creative for me. So that looks like to me, it's not just like feeling good when I get on Instagram. You know what I mean? It has to be your whole day. It's like imagining my next client coming through and then having a kitchen dance party with my girls and feeling like fun and excitement. Right? Using my mind to look at something and then imagine, like, what would it be like if I just got like a DM saying, hey, I want to work with you one on one. What does that look like? Those are the kinds of seeds that we plant when we know what we want. And so sometimes we're afraid to ask. So part of your work today is going to be to explore what you want and like get creative. One of the things, one of the games that I like to play with um, Wesley, my husband, but also just like in my journal is like, wouldn't it be cool if? I can't even tell you this. Another example that happened outside of my business, Um, we used to live in Vegas and his company had um, like a, what's the word? A (laughs) branch, like a section in Reno. And we always wanted to live in Reno. And I remember, I remember him saying, wouldn't it be cool if that position opened up in Reno? And we kind of laughed because we're like, that'll never happen. But what we didn't know is that we were engaging in quantum play. We had the consciousness, we had the thought, we had imagined we'd have a backyard and we'd live in Reno and we had the energy, we were excited. We thought it'd be cool. We were, you know, we had no resistance, no doubt, no fear because it just felt impossible. It was in pure potentiality. We just like left it out there. And then a few weeks, like it happened really fast. A few weeks later I was driving and he calls me. He's like, you'll never believe it." I'm like, what? He's like, they're giving me Reno. And I was like, what? Cause the guy that had worked there, we thought he'd never leave. And sure enough, he left to go to med school, like super random. And that was another example to me of exactly what I'm talking about. We had the consciousness and we had the energy. We let go of how or when or who, and just planted it out there and let it go. And then we kept living our life and we kept having fun and we kept making memories with our family and we kept enjoying our experience. We didn't postpone our joy until we moved to Reno We didn't wait to be happy until we moved where we wanted to move to. We were happy now. And then we became an energetic match for what we wanted. To me, this is the game. How can I be clear about what I want and let, and then reduce all the resistance to having that thing. And that feels like the word that comes to me is like total faith. Like you don't have to know how, you don't have to know who it just, that it can be. And then you let it go. And then you go and enjoy your life. You go on walks, you go visit your friends, you have yummy meals, you Do your hobbies. So many entrepreneurs, especially, we get sucked into working. Okay, I need to sign a client. I need to do more things to sign a client. Instead of, okay, I'm gonna plant a seed. I want a client. I'm excited for this client. I'm excited for the kind of person that wants coaching and my kind of coaching. I'm excited for the relationship I'm gonna develop with him or her. And I know that it's gonna be. And I don't know who, and I don't know when. I'm just gonna go have fun today. And maybe I'll post on Instagram and talk about my offer, but I'm not attached to who or when or how they're going to respond to that offer. To me, that's where the game gets fun because I'm so involved in my life that I trust that my business is working. And when I take aligned action, that my efforts are, it's like exponential because of the iceberg factor, my consciousness and my energy. When people say clients come out of nowhere, they're not joking. Like I've had that happen, not because of anything that I did, not because I'm special, just because I understand this. The more, more you focus on the consciousness and energy of it being done, of experiencing the things that you want ahead of time. One of the biggest hacks that um, a lot of people talk about is gratitude ahead of time. When I sit in this chair and I like imagine things, that's what I feel like gratitude for the people that are going to come in my world. I do get people coming out out of nowhere, right? but it's never out of nowhere. There are like. One of the biggest things that has helped me is like if it's a desire of mine it's already in my experience it's already here or else i couldn't want it right it has to be in my awareness that means it's in my field of potentiality my personal field and so all my job is to, is to be a match for that and to take like part of it is to take action when it's right when you feel like it's energizing and service focus and you're not attached to that specific action being the thing that makes it happen We're going to talk more about action in another call, but this is just like a, this is what we're going to be talking about. Introduction to the quantum play. (laughs) Right. And so when you imagine all of you guys are visionaries, like I know all of you guys on this call, all of you guys have a vision for something that you want, that you aren't currently experiencing. It might be big. It might be small. doesn't matter. It's you've planted that seed Can you trust it to grow? One of the other things that we like to do as humans is like check if things are working. (laughs) Like if you imagine um a popcorn bag, right? Like you put a popcorn bag in. This is what we do with our businesses. Like, okay, I'm gonna put this popcorn bag in the microwave and it's like my clients and the money and the the growth and the expansion and the abundance and the joy and the fulfillment. I'm gonna put it in the microwave and I'm gonna push popcorn. And you're like, okay, like there it goes. And then nothing happens. Like, okay, like, okay, no, I trust, I trust. It's like 10 seconds goes by and like entrepreneurs, okay, is it working? And you open the microwave and all of the energy stops, right? It's like, or it's like digging up a seed that you planted to check if it's growing. That's what we do. And so what I want you to also be aware of now that we, hopefully you're thinking about the things that you want. Now it's like, do you have the trust that you've planted the seed and you're monitoring your thoughts? You're noticing what thoughts are out of alignment, like a weed and you're pulling it out. But do you trust the seeds that you want to grow they're growing. You don't need to pick them out. What this looks like, obsessively checking your phone or your email, right? Is it working? Are they, do they like my stuff? Are they reaching out to me? What this also can look like is like, you're not taking any action. You're just like, okay, I'm doing the inner work. Like I know that it's, it's a possibility in the future, but it's not going to be a possibility now. So I need to take another course, hire another coach, join another program, etc., etc postponing the things that would actually bring it into your current reality to me those are the two ways that i see the most common um, where you're not in alignment with what you want because alignment also includes action in the in the in the now not that we're attached to specific actions that's a, a big distinction of creating the results that we want it's just that the result can be and i'm taking action until it works Okay. I forgot to mention, if you guys have any questions, you can, you can drop them while I'm talking. I just realized there was a, oh, Rebecca, sorry. I just saw your comment. Um, no problem, but your kids are loud. I get it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but if you do have any questions or whatever, you can drop them while I'm talking. Um, and so this whole, I, I mentioned the phone story, like the, um, when I dropped my phone in the pool and I talked about Reno, you already have your stories of how this has worked in your life. Things that didn't make sense or things that you couldn't predict have happened to you. You just didn't know that what you were doing was honoring this possibility and potentiality. You didn't know that what you were doing is you let go of how or who or when and you just trusted that it could be and then you went about living your life. To me, this set me free as an entrepreneur because I could stop worrying I could stop obsessing about how it was going to work. And I could start enjoying my life while I built the business of my dreams. And to me, that was like the winning combination. I want to create the results that I want. I detach from when or how they are going to happen. And I'm just going to enjoy my life. And I'm going to do the things that I know how to do. And I'm going to manage my mind when my mind offers me crap thoughts, right? Like no one cares. That's like one of the, the. We'll, we each have our own, um, <laughs> our own webby thoughts, right? Where our thoughts that we like to kind of pick them up and carry them around, even though they don't serve us, right? Mine is no one cares. I'd be curious if you guys immediately have one of your thoughts um, that, that sabotage your success, right? If I have the thought, no one cares, it could send me off in a spiral and I play small that way. And I, I stop doing things in my power. You have your own version of that. It could be like, who am I for wanting this? people are going to think I'm greedy. Um, I'm not good enough. Whatever your version is, we have these thoughts that usually are deeply ingrained from like I shared mine, no one cares. When I notice that thought, I just witness it. I shine a light on it. This is part of that consciousness work. And I ask myself, like, is this the thought that's going to be in alignment with what I want? No, I have to believe and, and summon that belief actively in my consciousness that people do care, that people want to hear from me, that I make an impact that I matter, whatever it is. And so part of our work is to identify the thoughts that are sneaky, that hold us back because sometimes they feel really true. You know what I mean? Like, oh, the Instagram algorithm changed. No one's seeing my posts, but we don't realize that thought, no one's seeing my posts. And then you add that a combination of energy of like fear or frustration, like you will keep creating that no one's seeing your posts. An alternative to that would be like the right people always see my posts. And then you feel gratitude. And guess what? The right people start seeing your posts more and more. (laughs) Right? And so it's like sneaky little thoughts. And so I want you to imagine your mind like a garden, right? Part of it is planting the desires that you want, articulating like your, your homework today. Tell someone you love, someone that knows you, something that you want to create in your life. Talk about feeling vulnerable. Like, hey, I want to move to blank. I want this kind of house. I want this kind of business. I want this kind of car. I want this kind of experience, whatever, whatever it is, what do you want? Planting that seed in your mind and then nurturing it with other thoughts. Like you can do this. You're worthy. It's working. It's happening for you. Your people are on their way right now. People want to hear from you. You're good enough, right? Those thoughts don't just happen. We don't just wake up one morning and have them. We cultivate them. And so you're always, if you, if you think about your mind, like the garden, you're always looking for things that you want to nurture and water and put sunlight on, right? Like, Ooh, the thought that people, that I matter was a really important thought for me to cultivate for my business, because that did not seem natural to me. I always wanted to blend in and, you know, be the silent person on the side. No one cares. That was the thought. And so part of my work was to bring into my consciousness. I matter. My work matters. Because if I don't believe that, there's no way I'll ever have the impact that I want to have. It wasn't in alignment with what I wanted. And so I needed to nurture the thought, I matter. I want you to start doing this work for yourself. What thoughts do you need to nurture that's in alignment with what you want to create? So you know what you wanna create, you know your desires. Now what thoughts are gonna support that? How can you nurture them? And then the next piece, what kind of energy do I need to bring with those thoughts? Consciousness plus energy, right? The feelings of freedom, unlimitedness excited gratitude appreciation um in fact one of the things I'll I'll put this in the email t- for today I'll send you the emotional scale by Abraham Hicks just notice it's probably at the top of the scale <laughs> like I said these are uni- emotions are universal but experienced personally right we all have the same desired emotions. That's part of being human, right? We have those options. We want to pick those options. We want freedom. We want fulfillment. We want bliss. We want joy. We want ecstasy. We want expansion. We want um, gratitude, right? We, we want the same kinds of feelings. Then it's like, how do you experience gratitude, Annette? <laughs> how do you experience gratitude, Shaylin, right? We get really specific to us, not just what in theory works, and this is why I think affirmations and, and things that are, become buzzwords in our industry get a bad reputation. Because like, well, I was saying all the things, I was doing all the things, I was meditating, I was doing crystals and cards and blah, 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 all this stuff. But we have to evaluate, does this help me feel more powerful for me? Like for me, it was super simple, just sitting on a chair and imagining what I want and feeling it as if it's happening now. Just five minutes a day and then as many times as I can remember during the day. To me, it wasn't super sexy, but that's what worked for me. How do you want to do this work, this consciousness and energy work where you're planting seeds? I highly recommend that you spend time thinking about what you want and write it down, right? Write down what you want and then get go to the next phase, which is like, what thoughts support me creating that? And it might be super simple. It might be very personal. I don't know what's going to come out, but notice what thoughts are supportive of that desire. Like I matter. My words matter. People love working with me. People love paying me blank, right? Because, and notice like what thoughts make you uncomfortable. It just means you don't totally believe it yet. That's okay. You just spend time with it. You, you spend time imagining the truth of the fact, like of that thought, people love paying me blank. And it might make you go, Oh, I don't know. If that's totally true. Okay. But what if it was true? Like, how would I feel in my body? People love paying me my full rate and you feel excited and grateful. And you just keep practicing that thought. And you do this work every day, right? This is the iceberg. This is what people aren't going to see this, but this is what makes the difference. Because then when you show up in your power and your belief, it has a different quality to it, has a different efficiency to it and effectiveness. And this is where people, it's like, um, it's like, what is that about her? Right? Like, you probably have seen people like this. It's like, I just feel drawn to you. I feel like you understand me. I love your content. Like it makes me feel so seen, whatever. There's these kinds of feedbacks that, feedbacks, this type of feedback that we get when we're in alignment with what we want. And so my hope for you guys all is to take whatever you notice from today's call and make it your own. If you want to play in the quantum, in this energetic field where there's possibilities and potentialities, spend more time in the consciousness and energy and less time in this time and space, right? And this is why um, imagination is so powerful because there's no rules to what you imagine, right? Walt Disney was one of the examples, but there's other people, Steve Jobs, what an imagination. He saw something that wasn't in this time and space yet. You can do the same thing in your life, but you have to spend time there. The only thing that differentiates people who make it and people who don't is the time and intention they put on their vision, right? They spend more time thinking about what could be and feeling as if it's already done and taking action and not quitting when things got hard. They hold the disappointment, they hold the fear, and they keep moving towards what they want. That's the game. It is that simple and that complex, right? Because then we get to navigate our own personal fears. The other thing I'm going to offer you before we're done today is that when fears come up, which they will, when doubts come up, which they will, like it's like a garden, right? When you notice a little weed popping up and you're like, "Ooh, that, that weed is, I don't care. What do you want to do about it? Do you want to make it mean that you're the worst human, that you're not cut out for this? Or do you want to pluck it out, look at it and be like, this isn't true and toss it with total non-judgment and compassion for yourself, right? The, the garden is just a garden. The weed is just a weed. It doesn't mean that you're bad. Does not mean that you're evil or that you can't do this? It just means a weed popped up in your garden. You get to decide what you make it mean and you get to decide what you do with it. Your thoughts aren't true. You just get to nurture the ones that will give you what you want. To me, that's, that's what the cool thing about life is. And that's the cool thing about what a lot of you guys are coaches. That's what we get to do is we get to help people nurture the thoughts that are going to grow the things that they want. And so part of our job, from to wrap this whole conversation up is to be more conscious and energy than we are time and space. That doesn't mean that you don't live in your life. In fact, it means being more present in your life than you ever have been, because that's where all the energy is, right? If you think about being bored in your life, boredom is very low on on the scale compared to being alive and grateful and powerful and excited and blissful. And so, like I said, I'm going to send you this Abraham Hicks scale because I want you to just be like, how can I feel more blank today? And then you're also going to just randomly put thoughts in your head like, it's working. My clients love to pay me. I love my business. It's, I'm so grateful because we don't need it to work. Our business is not a need. Our business is a desire. And so the more you can tap into that side of it, the more fun it will be, the more alive you feel, the your best ideas are going to come because you're not worried about judgment, you're not worried about the fear, you're, you're just enjoying the creative process that it is. And that's why you started a business in the first place. Even if you need to make money, I want you to, I wanted to say this, like even if in your life, you genuinely need to make money, you could go work anywhere. You could go get a job. You could do anything and fill that need, your human needs. But you started this business out of desire. And I want you to tap into that again, because that's where your creative ideas are going to come from. That's where you're going to enjoy the experience along the way And you're going to entangle with the quantum field in the way that you want to entangle it. You want it for your desires, not for your fears, right? You want it to create what you want to create instead of create, miscreating what you don't want to create. And so to me, how are you going to make this your own? How are you going to spend time with your vision and align with it and experience it? The the bliss, the fun, the expansiveness today, don't wait. How are you going to feel it today? So those are the homework assignments that I want you to um, partake in tonight and until our next call on Monday. Um, get clear about what you want and tell another human being. That's where that's where you're going to notice your fears. Like, oh, what if they think I'm crazy? Perfect. Dive in, <laughs> right? Pick some thoughts, and it doesn't have to be that many that you can cultivate in a way that feels real to you. Right? This isn't just about doing it because I said to you. And if none of the ideas. I um, shared with you a line or fit. That's okay. What works for you? Maybe some people, they totally feel it when they're walking. Some people, it's like they're big journalers and whatever. It doesn't really matter. What gets you feeling open to the possibilities and the potentialities in your life? And then how can you pair it with emotions that are going to be creating the things that you want to create and just play? I called it quantum play for a reason. This isn't like a very serious thing. In fact, the more serious you are, the more you're buying into this time and space reality. And that's something that really blew my mind when I started to do this work. It was like, the more serious I am about what is, the more I keep what is. And the more fun I have in creating what can be, the the more I collapse time and brought it to me. Because serious is a judgment, right? Being serious about what is, keeps what is here. And if you're trying to create something new, something different, you're not going to do it super serious. It's going to be fun and expansive and exciting and interesting to you, which means you need to feel excited and interested and expansive today. That's my um, my spiel for how you're going to apply this work today. Um, I will email you a couple of those resources and a little recap of today's call. But this is the beginning. This is the introduction to what we're going to be doing. We're going to go deeper into all of these things, especially navigating the human, because We want to honor the human. The the human is good. The human is what walks us through life, right? The fears and the doubts are just the human trying to keep us alive. And that's a good thing. But we don't want to be limited by the um, delusion of the human, right? Like the doubts and the fears. Because we have work to do. We have a vision to create. And so we're going to talk about how to navigate both. Remember that your business is a desire, not a need. And notice how differently that feels in your body. Right. It feels totally different to f- remember that your business is for your fun, creative desire, like expansiveness, like Play-Doh. Like imagine a kid with a sandcastle or playing with Play-Doh. Like that's your business. You don't have to be so serious about it. <laughs> it can be fun. And the more creative you are, the more fun you have. I think your best ideas will come forth. And actually you're gonna enjoy the process of your creative, like of your creativity so much more. That is my hope for you. Whew. Okay. Look for the email. I'll share a few of the resources. Please spend time with the questions that I offer today. What do you want? What thoughts support those in in your creativity? And then what feelings do you want to summon? And then actually do that. Okay. I will see you guys on Monday at 11 a.m. That's our next call. where We're going to take this a step further. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Coaching Matrix private podcast. I just wanted to tell you, thank you for being a member. Thank you for being here. I hope you found today's episode helpful for your life and for your business. And I want you to know that I am cheering you on and I will see you in another episode. Bye.